In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended Principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement, GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Are you transforming your dreams into reality? Well, on today's show, we are talking with two amazing individuals who have taken their dreams and made them into thriving businesses. Welcome to GirlfriendIt, a great place to connect and girlfriendify your life. We're Lisa and Patty, and today we've got some great conversations coming our way. Well, Patty, we are both dreamers and visionaries who like to kind of live at 30,000 feet in the air. Unashamedly, I might add. Exactly. Up in the clouds. And dreaming is not a challenge to us. But putting legs to our dreams, that can be a little tougher. In other words, we're not very detailed-oriented, are we? (laughs) I guess you could say it that way. (laughs) And it is the action that brings our dreams and wishes to life. But so many times, we don't know what the action steps look like. Well, our first guest is an action guy. He is the CEO and the owner of TogiNet Radio, John Martin. Welcome to Girlfriend It, John. Hi, girlfriends. <laughs> Hello, boyfriend. And so, John, if you were a booming business person, which, of course, you are, and um, or let's just say you're someone starting a business, why is using the Internet radio such a great way to advertise to expand your reach? Well, there's nothing like talking and saying hi for a few minutes before we get right into it, right? Oh, we so. are dying. I was, I was just going to interrupt her and go, wow, you're getting wow. right to the point. She's I nervous. I'm really she, excited to have you glean from us. I mean, us glean from you. Y'all, y'all are nervous. That's what it Actually, is. Actually, John, I'm excited to, to glean from us. <laughs> I, I, I'm diving in because we only have you for 30 minutes and we talk to you all the time. So this way I can just like open up your brain and get all this great information. I hear you. Yeah, I'm starstruck. I got to tell you, ladies. Oh, because you're listening to yourself. No, <laughs> no, I, I'm nervous. I mean, the two of you are so popular, and you've got a great show, and I haven't been on the air in so long. And, well, and you and, know what? That's really sad because you have the best radio voice ever. Well, thank you. <laughs> so tell us is that is that why you became passionate about the radio? Absolutely not. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. I I had no idea that I had a passion for radio. Actually, really, not had none. I I I didn't know anything about the radio business. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know anything other than I knew that the internet is the wave of the future. And five years ago, I decided, even without knowing what I was doing, that we needed to start developing and pushing and learning and going through that learning curve, and actually get on the air. 
and um, it, it, it is what it is today because of that, and I'm very thankful. But we've learned a lot over the last several years, and we've, we've, uh, we've built a, um, a network that came from nothing, and um, only because of the quality uh, show hosts like yourselves that have been involved with us. It's been a great ride. Well, it's interesting when you say that about the radio, because we were doing our research on um, just where where did the radio come from? And it, it was interesting because uh, talking about the early 1800s, that it was just the radio waves mainly for military communication, that it started there. And now you figure all of the what, what's taking place is now even going into your um, iPhones, you know, the cell phones, everything else is all, you know, started from the, the radio waves. It's it's been uh, an incredible thing to see technology open up like that. Yes, and the internet um, has, provides an opportunity for people like they've never seen before. You know, in the past, um, radio has been an incredible thing. I, I, I mean, I, I I like listening to my father's stories about when he and his family sat around the radio, and they uh, that was their their form of entertainment. You know, inter- the the radio waves out there were the way that people were able to get information and and also their entertainment, and it caused people's imaginations to work. Yeah, and that's probably the number one reason that I wanted to do this. Number one, I saw the Internet, and I saw what was happening with it, and I know that people's imaginations are incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so uh, I took something, an idea of what I saw coming in the future, and we decided to delve into it. We spent a ton of money and uh, a year and a half of time learning how to do it. But we appeal to people's imaginations, and that's what drives Toginet Radio, people's imaginations, mm-hmm. and that's exciting. And that's really a good point, John, because so many times we just we take away from the imagination and, and being able to create imagery in in your mind, and we just, um, my dad used to call it the idiot box. We just um, stare at the idiot box, and <laughs> you don't get to dream and imagine and be creative at, at all. But you know what? This is a random thought I have to share with you because, uh, it was just hysterically uh, funny. Lisa and I, when we were in Africa, we went to these different um, houses and we brought them rice and and beans and, you know, just enough food that would take care of them for a month. And one of the families was outside of their hut and there was a radio on this wooden antenna you know, bench. Yeah, a radio well, with an antenna, you know, the old radio type. And he was talking about that he is the poorest person in this community. And I said, well, but look at all the things you have to be thankful for. You have this beautiful view in the horizon. I mean, it looked like, you know, looking out at Lion King. It was beautiful. I said, you have a radio, you know. And his wife started laughing. And we said, what are they laughing at? And and the the gal that was um, translating said, well, that's just for looks. So that way it looks like they're wealthy, that they have a radio sitting here on their bench. And I thought, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in the States or in Africa. It's all about what the Joneses think. So that radio <laughs> made them wealthy. Um, and, and as you know, it's just like what you're saying, the, the radio is it's, it's amazing. It, it, it Did is. I leave you speechless? I, I, I'm speechless. I mean, I'm still. My knees are still shaking. I mean, I, I'm. I'm starstruck. You have that effect on people. You just get I over know. It after a while. 
Well, you know what, Johnny? It's interesting. Um, I love your story, how you started, and you, you saw, you kind of, like, tapping into the imagination, because we love that. We think that that is that really is what stirs people to, to move forward. But the fact that you saw um, an opportunity and a possibility, like you said, you invested time and money to make it happen. Um, were you naturally kind of one of those techie guys? Because you think of the, the Internet and the social media and radio, going into Internet radio, that's such a tech world. Was that were you bent that way naturally? I, I um, <laughs> my my producer here is laughing um, because <laughs> she knows that I, I can't chew and and tie my shoes at the same time. I mean, it's uh, no, I, I I'm not a tech guy at all. Although I I'm a marketing person, and I understand the um, the power of the internet. You see. Radio stations around the world up until the Internet were only based in, in terrestrial areas. They were only based in towns, and, and depending on the wattage, they were only reaching certain numbers of people. Right. The thing that excited me the most from a marketing guy, and, and, and I literally just told my IT people, we're building a radio station, learn how to do it, and get it up, and get it running, and then the marketing will will take care of the rest. And I so so from a marketing standpoint, I understood it. From a technology standpoint, I have no idea what's going on. And 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 I'll be very honest with you. I mean, I have wonderful people working for me. If it weren't for them, then then we'd have nothing. Mm-hmm. So from a technology standpoint, I'm I'm clueless. I'm learning. Yeah. But I'm clueless. I could not do what our producer does behind that computer system right now. I have no idea how to run a radio show. Can't and we can not either. And you have and the most fantastic producer, we must say. We we love your producer. And they and you know what's so cool is is you guys make doing radio just kind of effortless. And it is it is so nice on our Thursday mornings to come in and just log in and there you guys are and we do a lot of bantering behind the scenes with your producer and and it just makes it fun it's a totally fun experience which is what you want life to be it's like you're going to spend your time doing something it needs to be engaging and fun and significant and you guys really do provide that and at the same time we love doing it because we get to help other people um advance their dreams by sharing their heartbeats and their stories. And so we love hearing these stories of how people just, they have an idea, and then how do they put the leg to the idea. And a lot of it, what you just said, is you don't have to know how to do everything, but it's surrounding yourself with people who really do complete you and that can fill in the holes and fill in the gaps. And then be willing to admit it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. it's... Telling me she wasn't the um, smartest knife in the drawer, and I said, "You mean sharpest <laughs> knife in the drawer?" So we readily admit that we are not the sharpest knife in the drawer, and that's why we need just incredible people to surround us. I, but I might add that the producer just told me I was the brightest crown in the box, so I like that one better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> There's we no- humor her a lot, John. I uh, well, you know, we're going to be going to a break, and we're going to have you back the next segment because there's so much to talk about. This is such a fascinating um, subject, and the whole thing with Internet radio, I think, is, is something that a lot of people don't really understand and don't maximize in their marketing of their businesses and just in life and knowing how to use it. And one of the things I love about it is you can listen to it any time at your convenience. You're not locked into a certain time when it's being aired like a, a traditional radio. And we want to come back at the next segment and talk a little bit about that, that even the, the new cars that are coming out, um, they're created now with 
podcast. Instead of just radio, you just push the button to be able to, is the term upload or download your podcast? <laughs> Both work for me. I mean, I understand what you're meaning. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's those details, you know? That's right. No, no, it's up or down or it's all around. It's something like that. Either way, you get to hear it. So that's the, that's the key, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, we are we are just excited to keep this conversation going, and we, we love listening to your radio voice. It is, um, you know, it's so soothing and calm. <laughs> but, well, let me just uh, sing a uh, no. <laughs> producer's laughing at me again. <laughs> well, this is exciting. We're going to go ahead and take a break and okay. come back with you. This is Lisa and Patty, and we're talking with John Martin. Stay with us. This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Parents, if you feel overlooked, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, the Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what the Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all all issues from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all in the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a bug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. 
welcome back to Girlfriend It. We have John Martin that we're discussing some significant tips on advertising through radio. And, uh, John, I'm going to dive into this question again that you guys mocked me at. at (laughs) (laughs) But if you were a booming business person looking to advertise or you just started your, your business, why is using Internet radio such a great way to expand your reach and to advertise? Well, that's a, a fairly general question, but I think I could bring it down to the nub here. And, and <laughs> um, there, there's a, a, a scenario out there with terrestrial radio that is called hit and miss. All right. So a radio station will call you and they'll give you a price per spot. And, the, and in order for enough people to be able to hear it, you're going to have to pay a certain amount per spot. And it's going to run 30, 40, 50 times a week in order for people to be able to hear it. And then if they miss it, it's done. It's gone. There's nothing left. It's dead air at that point. And so the, the key, I think, to um, Internet advertising, Internet radio advertising is that the the advertisement lives forever. Mm. You know, when people right now that are listening to us, they hear us talking about it, but and they may hear an advertisement or they may hear a promo for a show. If they're not there, then they miss it, but they can always go back and listen later. And that that podcast which we build from your show, you know, you do the show live and then we podcast it and put it on your page within the system, but then we upload it to iTunes. And we tag those shows so that people are searching. There are, by the way, 350 million podcasts on iTunes. Wow. What, what is that number again? 350 million podcasts. Wow. Now, A couple. you yeah. ladies will take your show and you'll, you'll, you'll tag that show um, so that when people are searching for certain subjects, your podcast will pop up for that person to listen to. And guess what? They get to hear the advertisement in that podcast, whether it be the next day, the next week, the next month, or the next year. So that advertiser not only gets to um, have impressions during the live show, but they get to have impressions from then on, as long as it's out there on the Internet, forever. Well, and that's what's so interesting is that months down the road when someone's Googling, you know, radio or, or just, you know, anything that pops up uh, that all of a sudden it'll feed into that podcast. And like you said, then that uh, whoever advertised, they hear that again. Yeah. I mean, the impressions go on and on and on. And, and an advertiser is interested in numbers of impressions. They want to know how many people necessarily are going to be listening. Well, they may be. Uh, you may have a, a, a number listening live, and then you've got a number listening to um, immediate podcasts or downloads over the next day or two or week. But then they're not thinking about the number of listens that that podcast from a year ago are still getting a mm-hmm. year down the road. Exactly. So the impressions live on forever, and that's worth an incredible amount of money. Uh, you know, that is so true. And I, I want you to go back to this whole thing with iTunes. You're talking about 350 million podcasts on iTunes. And can you explain a little bit more to kind of break it down, the significance of Tokenet aligning with iTunes? Can you go into that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, iTunes is the um, place. It's the location on the Internet. I mean, there there are tons of other aggregators out there, but iTunes is number one. And so people that want information... 
um, that go that they 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 either go to Google or they go to iTunes, both of which pick up keywords. So we tag these shows and their input into the iTunes system. So when someone comes in and they want to uh, search a particular subject, if it happens to be a keyword or a subject that you're uh, that you've tagged your show on, then the possibility of them listening to that is very real, even with 350 million podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. There could be a billion podcasts if it's tagged, which you do. And if, if people type in a certain search word, see, iTunes has its own search engine. Mm-hmm. So uh, when people go to iTunes, they can type in a certain subject and look for podcasts for the information that they're looking for. And then they pull up a, a, you know, an array of different podcasts, and, and hopefully yours is going to be part of that, and then they can listen to that, and then they hear that advertising. So iTunes is the number one aggregator in the world, and you're there. Your shows are there, and uh, anybody on iTunes can pull that up, and they can listen, and they can hear what expertise you have to offer, and they can listen to the advertisers that are within your show. And that is so significant because I think there's so much out there that we are so unaware of, so much, um, so many possibilities and opportunities that, that are invisible, but that doesn't mean that they're not so significant and right there to tap into. It's like that power that we're not tapping into. And I think that's such a good point to know. Is like, you know, in, in searching, you got Google and you got the iTunes, and people are using iTunes more and more as their search engine. Well, and you also bring in social media into that because you have – your guests that are Twittering or you're putting it on Facebook. So not only is it live, but then it could be weeks down the road when someone listens to podcasts and then they Twitter it and, and people are driving back and pulling up that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Google footprint is, is everything today. I mean, that's where everything is going. Social media is the key to success in marketing today. If you don't have a social media um, marketing approach, then you need to do so, or you're going to get left behind. And what you ladies are doing with your show, see, every time you do a show, the show is uploaded not only on our host page, uh, your host page on our system, but it's uploaded in iTunes. And then we're constantly, and your producer does this for you, and you, of course, do it, but she's out there on Facebook and on Twitter talking about your show, your guest, and the subject matter. And so every time that goes out into the system, it's there forever. And every time someone is out there Googling, looking for a particular subject, then they're pulling up other people's Google footprint. So your Google footprint is all of your Twittering, all of your Facebooking, all of your social media, all of your your radio shows, everything, the topics, everything. Those footprints are there forever. And the more you put out there, the more people come up on them and listen to your show, which makes and brings you more of a listener base. Okay, it's, we just had a listener ask that, is a podcast more powerful than a blog where people can search? Well, they're, 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 um, from a standpoint of a Google footprint, um, they're a combination and, and work together. All right, so... If there's a blog out there, um, HTML, words, um, sentences, key phrases, those things are going to be picked up. And when you combine the two, then you've got a, a more full Google footprint rather than just a, a minor one. 
So I would say that you're probably looking at a larger Google footprint with audio, a, a, a less or a minor footprint with the blog, and then a combination gives you the big punch. And that's a great that's a great combination because I think people we you know they focus on one or the other. And going back to even doing internet radio and this advertising, you know, you see so many businesses and companies spending a lot of money on their you know their advertising dollars and in trying to decide what's the best use of my advertising dollars. What we are amazed at it is basically it's pretty inexpensive to advertise, like you said, and the value you get for just a little bit of money is really unbelievable if you if you choose radio shows like yours for instance over a terrestrial radio station let's just kind of put it in that realm okay if i go out to a terrestrial radio station and in my local area and i happen to sell a product that people around the world could buy i'm going to spend incredible amounts of money to be on that terrestrial radio i'm going to spend incredible amounts of money to be in the in the newspaper uh tons of money uh, uh, to be in any other form of terrestrial advertising but i can get the world mm-hmm. on an internet radio show and i don't have to put 30 or 40 or 50 spots a week into that to get that um those impressions I mean, the the ability, the return on investment for a small number of spots on Internet radio shows with Google footprints is far more valuable than if you go terrestrial. It's just it, th- there's just no comparison. Well, and, you know, the thing with going terrestrial, too, you have like, the you know, the, the key times, the drive times. And you have the different varying rates, and like you said, the different you know how many how many times it's aired each each week um, to get the maximum impact. And with this, it's like you know advertise one time on you know one show each you know four times a month, once on each show, and you have a, a huge reach. For for, like, for the money, there's no there's no comparison at all, none. Because and you're I, driving. I think a lot of us, you know, like we didn't realize that coming into I mean, when we entered this internet radio um, a year and a half ago, it was it was a whole new world, and we're we're finding that it's it's all about educating people, and it's a paradigm shift into getting into. And I'm loving how you can just download a, po- a podcast or just plug in my. Sometimes I'll be working on stuff, and I'll just put my my earplugs um, into my computer and just download a a podcast, and I love it. Or put it on your iPhone or your iPad. Uh, take it with you to work uh, to work out in the mornings and and listen and hear those advertisements while you're working out. It's so easy to go in uh, to girlfriend it on iTunes and and be a subscriber and and automatically have that show downloaded to your iTunes account and then to your iPhone or uh, your iPad or whatever the case may be and then just listen at your convenience. There's 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 no better convenience in the world. Than to be able to do it at your own time and uh, listen to Girlfriend at any time you want. Absolutely. Listen to Girlfriend at any time you want. That's right. We love doing the radio. We've, we've done um, television. We did a, a little Girlfriend segment. It was a local ABC channel. And um, having to wake up and, and do your hair and put your mascara on is completely different than what I look like right now. <laughs> You can use your imagination because that's what radio is all about. <laughs> well, fortunately, you two have faces for TV as well as radio, but there are some like me that prefer <laughs> to have. Yes. <laughs> but 
it is so convenient and so nice. And, John, this has gone by way too fast. I know. We're going to have you on again because there's so much information that we all need to learn and, and uh, to really, you know, think about. So thank you for joining us. This has been Girlfriended. Stay with us. Coming up next. This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, welcome back to Girlfriended with Lisa and Patty. And we are asking the question, are you transforming your dreams into reality? And today we have a great, fabulous, wonderful friend of ours, Lori Ledley, where her and her husband, Glenn, have opened up a Valley Sleep Center here in Arizona, and they've, they've had this center since uh, 2002, and it is just doing amazing things, uh, serving and diagnosing, treating uh, over 6,000 patients a year, and it's, it's pretty crazy, all the things that can happen, I guess, why you're supposed to be sleeping at night. <laughs> Between snoring and narcolepsy and sleep apnea and insomnia and all, but these- that's for the next segment. You're getting you're getting too far ahead because we want to welcome Lori and Lori. We want you to share 
your story of how you changed, you know, morphed a dream into reality into a, to a thriving business. So welcome, Lori. Thank you. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey, we're doing great, and we're awake. So we're not in our Good. dream state right now. We're totally awake, and we are excited to just hear from you. Can you just share a little bit about your story? Because it is really significant, just your journey. Sure. Um, basically, I am a respiratory therapist by trade, and so is Glenn. We met in school, and we worked in hospitals, and uh, I had a lot of health issues. I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis as a little girl and was in and out of the hospital and just uh, the love and the care that they uh, provided me, the practitioners, was just amazing. And I always thought, oh, I want to do that someday and be able to give back. So uh, we worked in the hospitals, and I worked for a physician. And one day, the doctor asked me to go out and to test this patient at home that needed oxygen, and she was unable to come to the office because I was working for a doctor at the time. So I went and I did a little test called an oximetry on this lady so that she could get oxygen at home. And when I came back, I said to the doctor I worked for, oh, why couldn't I do this as a business? And he's like, well, you probably could. Just get a Medicare provider ID number and get some insurance contracts and you'll be on your way. Well, that was all I needed. And sure enough, I went ahead and I did that. And within three months, I had to quit my job working for the doctor. And so I was going to homes doing something called pulse oximetry testing, which measures blood oxygen level. It's the little red light that you wear on your finger. If anybody's had a baby, yes, you've had this. And basically, a lot of doctors started ordering them overnight because they were looking to see if patients were having decreases in oxygen level at night because that's a symptom of obstructive sleep apnea. So I always knew that there would be opportunity for Glenn and I to do a sleep center because they would always ask me, do you do sleep studies? Do you do sleep studies? So I'd always refer them to somewhere. Mm-hmm. So in 1990, that was in 1990. And in 1992, um, after I'd had two children, I was pregnant with my third and I was tragically diagnosed with the highly aggressive form of lymphoma called Burkitt's lymphoma. Mm. And I was pregnant. I was uh, 20, I think 22 weeks uh, when I found out, and the doctors basically said, you need to abort your baby. You need chemotherapy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And through um, lots of prayers and uh, at church that weekend, our pastor said, you'll never have joy in your life without taking risks. Mm-hmm. So our risk was to take chemo, and I, we found a doctor that treated us, treated me um, with chemo, and we watched the baby really, really scary. Um, They didn't know. They said your baby could even die. And uh, Connor continued to grow inside me through lots of prayers and faith. And um, it was just a really scary time. I had to have a lot of surgeries. And uh, in 1993, on January 7th, which was my 27th birthday, Connor was born. And he was um, absolutely a true miracle. He had a full head of hair. I had no hair on my body. And uh, I continued to recover um, it took a few years to just kind of get over all of that, and we somehow we maintained our business. It continued to grow. Glenn would do oximetries. I even had friends, great, great friends, who are still my friends today, drive me to patients' houses so that I could just, you know, continue to work and um, get through all that. And basically, uh, just going through all that taught me to basically not have fear, and it was one of the things that... Um, I was sort of searching in my life, and actually it was a workshop, Patty, that you taught at a women's retreat at church that um, 
that I want what she's having. Do you remember that one? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I don't remember, but um, but I like this conversation. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to um, that workshop, and it was all about setting goals. And, and so I had always done a little bit of goals, but one thing I learned um, was to set God-sized goals. And so I wanted to own my own sleep center. And so at that time, I was working in the sleep lab, learning sleep, um, I needed to take my test. I had to be a registered polysomnography technologist. That's a big old word, but basically it's sleep tech and you're registered. And um, I went from the hospital to run a guy's lab and was very successful there. And basically just it was really hard for me because it wasn't where I was supposed to be. I, I needed to do my own thing. So finally, uh, Glenn and I, through a lot of prayer, decided, you know what? You never have joy in your life without taking risks. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And so we started our own sleep center, um, knowing that it's not all ours and trusting and having faith again that what's the worst thing that could happen? We lose everything, but we have each other. And so it's still that way today where we just have to, um, you know, trust that it's going to be okay. And if it's not, it's only money. We have each other. We have our kids. Um, it's, It's one of those things where... We don't own it. It's not ours. So that's kind of uh, what's helped us. And basically in 2002, we opened up our, our first center. And within six months, we had to, it was a two-bed center. And within six months, we had to convert the waiting room, if you can believe this, into a bedroom. So we would have two patients come in. And then the third patient would be the last patient. And the waiting room bedroom would be theirs. And then we built a center, which had six beds, that we moved into in January of 2004. And then in 06, but Lori, I have to interrupt you because sure, um, sure, you're you're flying through these years here, and and we have to back <laughs> to just um, it's just so so cool because Lisa and I, I mean, we've been friends with you forever, so we've seen this whole you know Morphing. transformation and this transition. Mm-hmm. But for so many listeners out there, I, I love what you um, started with when you literally were working for this doctor and you saw a need. And so many times women go, I just don't know where God wants me. I don't know who I am and in, in where my giftedness, you know, is. And and you just go, okay, right there. You just, you saw a need and you went, I can do this. And then it's the risk that you jumped out. And like you said, you went to this workshop and, um, you know, in that workshop, all it was was just, writing down your goals, and so many times people do not, they don't reflect and go, okay, this is where my experience, this is, you know, the place that God has given me and my experience, and this is my giftedness. I'm going to write these goals down, and then I'm going to take the risk because we get so focused on writing those goals, and we just think this opportunity is going to land in our lap. (laughs) You guys had to take the risk and go for it, and you do get to that point where you go, okay, what's the worst that can happen? I might lose everything, but I have my family. I, you know, in your situation, you had the risk of, um, like, you know, going through cancer and, and dying. So maybe you, you realize at that point that is everything. So what's the risk of losing money and stuff is nothing. So you did. You took the risk, and I just love that. And that's what we've seen um, through you over the years is that you are a risk taker, but you have to jump big. Well, and I think... Um, for the listeners, if you feel unsettled, like this is, I remember always feeling unsettled about where I was supposed to be in life. Like, what am I, if you feel unsettled, I would challenge you to 
figure that out. Like, follow that. Know that 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 unsettledness is, you know, I believe the Holy Spirit and God saying to you, this is not not where I want you to be. So follow that and try to figure out where you are supposed to be and make sure you are on the right path because if you're on the wrong path, you're not going to feel settled. And, and I can tell you now, after 10 years of doing this, I'm on the right path, and I have total joy every single day in, you know, running my business, having employees, um, watching families grow. I've had babies. We've had babies in this organization, and it's so exciting to me to think, gosh, you know, we provided a job and put food on their table and health insurance and all these amazing things. So, if you have that unsettledness, I would just challenge you to try to try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what I, I like what what John said earlier, and what you both are what you're saying too is like you saw a need, you saw an opportunity, and you and you just went for the risk. There's always risk and pursuing something new or stepping out of a comfort zone. And, and I think that's what really differentiates people that do significant things is those that are really willing to take the risk involved. And like you said, what is the worst thing? I still have my family and my husband. We still have the relationships. And as we know, relationships are what really matter when it comes down to it. And so I, if you don't risk, you never know what's on the other side. And right. and it's like even with John and you, and you see John has this amazing Internet radio um, business and you with your sleep center and just you keep adding uh, new locations and it is just exciting to watch that but it's not limited to people like you but it's limited to people who don't want to take a risk and so I think uh, uh, we want to just encourage listeners out there is there's something that you go I would I wish I could or what if that you just take a step forward to that and like Patty was saying earlier write down some goals write down some things and and believe that you can do it and get people. Share your dream with other people and, well, and, and let them in on, on it, too. So I you, think and you mentioned stepping stones and, you know, use your experiences as your own roadmap. You know, use the lessons of your past as stepping stones to see what your future is. You know, even your mishaps can provide great insight, you know, to how effectively, you know, you can advance towards your goals and create your own definition of success. Success is you know, for some people, success is getting out of the bed by a certain time every morning and taking a shower. I mean, if you have chronic illnesses out there, I mean, I understand what that's like. And so that's a big deal some days. You know, if you can just get out of bed and get dressed and be able to go somewhere and meet a friend that can, you know, listen to you and understand where you're at. And these are things that have really, really helped me along the way. Well, we only have a few seconds left before our commercial break, and we're going to come back with you, Lori. But I love that. Even if it means just getting up in the morning, you know, taking a shower, it's like for some people that is a success. So you have to define your own measure of success. And uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk with Lori Ledley, and she's going to go into more detail of how she made her dreams come This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, 
Girlfriended. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Season me is on Toginet. A delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not so serious call in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcome. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk. Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Innovation and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of Changing the World One Invention at a Time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems, and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence, and more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guests teach us how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time. With author and inventor Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on Toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Back to Girlfriend It, where we are talking about your dreams. Are they being transformed into reality? And we have Lori Ledley, who is the expert on sleeping disorders. And we had just left on um, defining what your success is. And I, I love that. And Lori, I just have to tell you, at one point I was talking with a bunch of girls about their goals. And one of the gals did say, it is because, like you said, some people who are dealing with different medical illnesses, and um, we don't know, you know, what defines your success, but um, one of the gals was talking about all of her goals and what she was accomplishing during the day, and I was listening to her, and it was like, yes, yes, yes. And then the other gal started talking and said, you know, I've been able to get up in the morning and go take a shower every day and wash my hair. And apparently I raved about that, and I was like, Megan, that's so cool. That is so neat. And the other girls looked at me, and they were like, Okay, please. <laughs> You're raving about her, but it's because I knew what she was dealing with, and she was dealing with all kinds of depression, and and yeah. it was just this comical, you know, sentence that happened to, you know, we laughed about it for like 15 minutes because they were like accomplishing all these great things, and I was oozing about um, Megan, but um, I know you have gone through that where you, just with rheumatoid arthritis, it's really hard to. Um, you know, you used to be a skier, and, and when 
those illnesses hit, it can really literally take you at the knees and, and knock you down. And I'm going to interrupt her and, and say the thing of t- tagging on to that success, the thing that, that is significant about you saying um, it's each person's measure of success, it eliminates the competition because so right. I think we compete with each other going, okay, if, they ha- if they're doing yeah. this and they have that success, then I either feel like a loser or I need to be doing that. But when you go, each person has their own measure of success, and my measure of success looks different than yours, that really eliminates the competition, and it's very freeing. Yeah. So I think that's a significant statement you made, and I, I think that's a great challenge to, to all of us as we listen to this to go, go back, and like what Patty was saying earlier, put some goals down. What is my personal measure of success? But i got to talk to you. We, gotta, we only have a you know, few minutes left in the show, and we want to kind of talk a little bit about sleeping disorders and some of the signs and some of the solutions. But we have a funny story because we just came back from, you know, Africa a few weeks ago. And it was funny because there was a team of eight of us, and they put us in this place that had two bedrooms. And so we decided to go, okay, let's divide up according to who makes noise in the middle of the night, (laughs) a.k.a. snoring, and who are the non-snores. And so I've been known to make a few noises sometimes when I sleep at night. So I went into, there were three of us, went to this room, of the noisemakers, and then the other the other five were in this other non-snoring room. Well, what was so funny about it is by the second night, Patty was sleeping out in the living room, and then another <laughs> gal was apparently those that thought they were non-snores were in denial, and right. in fact, we had probably three snores in that room who would come out and going, wow, that person really snored last night. I didn't get any sleep, and it was really them. So we were so laughing how even people that snore, they're in denial that they do that. Right. And, well, and then it is kind of funny because snoring is an issue and a topic yes. travel and we're with your bunch of women. So can you talk to us a little bit about some of the sleeping disorders, the signs? I can. Um, the, the one that we see the most often is obstructive sleep apnea, and this is very important for women because – we have a higher chance of dying of coronary artery disease than we do breast cancer. But every day we are afraid of breast cancer. But I'm, I need to tell you guys, be afraid of heart disease because it's very, very um, prevalent among women. We are seeing more women die of this every day. And if you snore, you are at risk for hypertension, which is high blood pressure, and coronary artery disease, which is heart attack, stroke, uh, things like that. So um, if you snore and you have excessive sleepiness during the day, which if you find yourself having to drink coffee or sodas or caffeine to kind of stay awake, you could have a problem. And so um, I would like to encourage you to at least talk to your doctor about it or you can come see us and we can assess you. We even have tests that people can take at home to screen them to see if, you know, their snoring is a problem because some snoring isn't. Some, you can have primary snoring and it not be a problem. You can also have uh, a, just positional snoring. So you snore in a certain position. And so we have ways to help you not sleep in that position. But it's a very treatable condition and, um, it's, it, you know, it concerns uh, us because we are trying to help all these people. There's 70, Amer- 70 million Americans that have obstructive sleep apnea, and 95% of those haven't even been diagnosed. Wow. So, and I can give you guys some sleep tips if you want. Yeah, I would love that. Tips. Okay. <laughs> All right. So maintain a regular bedtime and awake time. Okay. So even on the weekend. So go Betty, to bed. You, you, you've already hit. 
I cannot do that. That is so hard because I'm a late night person and I can get my second wind sometimes sitting on the computer and it's like I have to make myself go to bed and my mind is wired. So this is really good to hear because um, I do not do this. So this is optimal for optimal health, okay? So establish a regular relaxing bedtime routine such as soaking in a hot bath or hot tub and then reading a book or listening to soothing music. Uh, Create a sleep-conducive environment that's quiet, cool, and comfortable. Your bedroom should be probably five degrees cooler than it is during the day. Okay? Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay, can you repeat that again? Create a what? Create a sleep-conducive environment that's dark, quiet, comfortable, and cool. So um, you don't want to have any TV, computers, anything like that in your room uh, because light uh, tells the brain to wake up. And then having your temperature five degrees cooler, the way that sleep onset happens is your body temperature drops. So that's why whenever you take a hot bath or a shower and you get out, your body temperature drops. So that helps induce sleep. Okay? Okay. So sleep on a comfortable mattress and pillows. So find your one that you like. Use your bedroom only for sleep and sex. Okay. That's it. I like that one. Yeah. (laughs) Finish eating at least two to three hours before your regular bedtime. Okay, I have to go back because you know people are hearing this and they're not going to take their televisions out of their bedroom. Yeah. I mean, do you recommend you don't have a television in the bedroom? I recommend that, yes. Because what happens when you watch TV, the light is coming into your eyes, which goes into the brain, which stimulates wake, you know, to be awake. And so... If you have any type of insomnia or you have trouble falling asleep, I would get anything that has any kind of light in it out of your room. Okay, that's wow. interesting. My, part of my problem is, too, is I lay down. Like, like my husband literally within 10 seconds after his head hits the pillow, he's gone. And I'm right. always jealous and envious. And it takes me – I have my, – my mind is racing still. How do you get your – or is that just me being – You know what I do is I write down things. Like um, – I'll, you know, leave a little bit of light on as I'm trying to fall asleep, and I'll write these things down, you know, so that, because as you write them down, they're, they're going to be there in the morning, okay? They're there in the morning. You just write them down, and then you'll fall asleep. It'll help you. Okay. It helps me. Because I, I have the same problem. Okay, so exercise regularly, but it's best to work out at least a few hours before bedtime. And this is really good for women. Like, you should exercise in the morning because... Um, if you exercise in the afternoon or evenings even, you're going to stimulate, you know, all those endorphins and our, our hormones get all crazy. And it's better to do it first thing in the morning. Okay? Okay. That'll help you. Avoid okay. caffeine, obviously, anytime close to bedtime if you can, um, if you can, if you can at all. Okay. Anytime after 2 o'clock, caffeine can interrupt sleep. Um, obviously, no nicotine. Um, that can lead to poor sleep. Alcohol close to bedtime. Alcohol is kind of one of those things where everyone thinks, oh, I'll have a little glass of wine to help relax me and go to sleep. Not, not. Alcohol fragments your sleep. It might help you fall asleep, but as soon as it wears off, you're going to wake up. So that's the key to Yeah, because you always hear that a little glass of red wine before you go to bed relaxes you, and it's, and it's good for your heart, and it's good to help you sleep. It so. is. I would say, you know, I would say that if, if it works for you and you're not waking up and it's not interrupting your sleep, then I would continue to do that. But if you're, if it's waking you up in the middle of the night and you can't fall back asleep, I would try to eliminate that okay. and see if it helps. Okay, Lori, are there just some people that have high energy, though? Because I, okay, so I work out in the morning really <laughs> yeah, early. Yeah, Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> it's really early. That's then, sad that you can identify that. <laughs> 
Well, then I stopped drinking caffeine. Literally, I will not drink it past like 10.30 or 11. And Lisa always laughs because we have a lot of, you know, coffee meetings. And I, right. I cannot drink caffeine. And I, so I'm, I'm doing those tips that you're talking about. I don't watch TV, you know, TV at night. I leave a light a pen at, by my side with the journal. So I write those things down. I will wake up even in the middle of the night and write things down because I'll start thinking yeah. about them. Um, one of the things I could encourage women is just have your hormone levels checked because I, I, I had a hysterectomy and it, I have no ovaries. And so, and then as we get older, our ovaries don't work as well anymore. And so um, I use bioidentical hormones, which work amazing for me. And I use something called progesterone on my wrist at night, a cream, and I call it my night, night cream. And that works amazing for me. And hormones are a big, big part in women and sleep. So if you have lack of estrogen, you're going to have a hard time sleeping. You're going to have insomnia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I would encourage you to talk to your doctor about that. Or I can just go to coffee with you next week and get all your information. Oh, yeah. yeah I would love that. And if we could bottle up that energy, Patty, and sell it, we would be like, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have to work ever again. So, it's okay. Awesome. Lori, we only have a minute left. I cannot believe the time has flown by. First of all, we have to have you back on the show because we left at the waiting room with six beds. And we have so many more tips to gain from you. But if you can, in one minute, tell the listeners out there just how they can follow their dreams, what would you tell them? Live the life you deserve night. now. <laughs> what? For the night? How do I'm they sorry. follow their dreams in the day and sleep better at night? <laughs> uh, live the life you deserve. You, you, you earned it. You deserve it. And just stay focused. Well, and you know what? That is such a great thing. And stay focused. I think that is a challenge because I think it's so easy to get distracted, to get discouraged, to get off the path, but really to stay focused on what you feel like this is called to do, be willing to invest the time it takes, the energy, and and just stay the course. Right. And remember, count on your friends. You know, don't do it alone. You know, use use professional help when you need to. You can't always do it alone. It's it's. I encourage you to use the people that are around you. They're there for a reason. Well, Lori, we have just loved having you on the show and learning so much. And um, the, we are going to put you on our website, front and center, so people can find you if they have any, um, you know, any any questions or things they can just contact you. Your Valley Sleep Center. This has been yes. Lori Ledley, and we've been yes. we just have enjoyed the show and listening to how you made your dreams a reality, and how it's thriving. Your business is thriving, um, and, not, and as an individual. So thank you, Lori. This has been great. Thank you. Thanks, girls. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show 